Welcome to What's Up in Jeju, where I visit places around the island and talk about what's happening with Hashtag Daily K's host, Peter Bint. Uh, doing today's topic, it's yeah. really something that is very different from everything we've done on mm -hmm. What's Up in Jeju, I feel. Yeah. Uh, duty free. Yes. JDC's duty free. Wow. You sound uh, excited. <laughs> oh, do I? I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're going to be taking a trip to not inside the duty free, but somebody who is who works there, who is involved with purchasing mm -hmm. things there. So JDC set up an opportunity for me to in interview a Mr. Michael Kang. Uh, he is a buyer in the cosmetics department for JDC Duty Free Shops. And I was really excited, not wow. just because we're talking about shopping, but because I was um, honestly, I was really interested in the insight into like shopper trends and how the world is evolving, mm. especially pre and post pandemic. Uh, I just I was really interested because, you know what they say, where your your heart is where your money is or something like that. Right. <laughs> your money, <laughs> something along those lines. I'm sure that's accurate. It doesn't sound very sweet, <laughs> but it's probably true. Uh, and like just some background, I, yeah. I mentioned it a little bit before, mm -hmm. but I think Koreans like going to duty free and use it much more than my average like British friend that I have out mm. there. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, in Jeju, I'm not sure if it's the same, but in Seoul, we've got the duty free stores outside of the airport, so you can buy them there or order it online and then just pick it up at the airport. It's yes. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like, uh, I, yeah, it's true. I feel like a lot of Koreans really enjoy duty free because you get really good deals, right? Um, so mm. as I sat down for our interview, uh, Mr. King, I began with my questions, but Mr. King began with the history of how GD, JDC mm. and the duty free shops even came to be because he said without an understanding of this, you can't really delve deep into the identity of JDC. So what it really is, what it stands for, and what the purpose of duty free shops is so i do have a short video clip of mr king explaining how jdc came to be in a nutshell here we go i think that this uh jeju island have to be a key uh locations mm -hmm. that's why they established the, the special act creating the free international city uh, to order to do that uh, people have to come to jeju island and so Free tax free and free visa is a key point. So mm -hmm. uh, that's why government established this uh, special act and creating the uh, free tax free area. So mm -hmm. that's why we JDC to launch and open the duty free shop in Jeju Island. Oh, so the Jeju Development Corporation, you know, we're doing this corner thanks to them. They're supporting us and we've go, gone to some destinations where they're involved. But they're heavily tied in with duty free. Is that one of their big kind of missions? Yes, that's how they make a lot of their money. So free international city uh -huh. is what he was talking about. Back in the 90s, the the Korean government, national government, began actively discussing ways to transform Jeju into a free international city. Uh, Mr. Kang mentioned in his interview, like like Hong Kong and, and Singapore. So they wanted to create a hub mm. for logistics and commerce. But the government wanted to find a way for the initiative to be self-funding. Basically, they didn't want to spend any government money on this project or this initiative. Mm. So a plan was put in place to launch domestic duty-free shops in order to fund 
the project. So in 2001, mm. Korea introduced the duty-free shop uh, uh, duty-free shopping program as part of the plan to establish the Jeju-free international city, which uh, also would help boost tourism on the island. Because like you said, many wow. people here love duty-free shopping. So the following year, in 2002, a special act was passed here in Jeju to make Jeju a self-governing province. And that's why we're called the Jeju Special Self-Governing Province. That's their official name. And Jeju was officially mm. designated as a free international city. And this led to the this whole act, this whole thing that happened, led to the establishment of the JDC, the Jeju Development Corporation, to oversee the development of Jeju Free International City. A lot of words. But one of the first things they did mm -hmm. was to pub publicly open the duty-free shops. And in de December 2002, that was when the first domestic duty-free shop in Korea opened at the Jeju International Airport. And 100% of the profits from the duty-free businesses are reinvested into the province. That's the whole thing behind that. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't really aware of that. So if you're living in Korea and you're going to Jeju, you can still get duty-free goods coming yep. back to the mainland. Yes, that's what they mean by domestic. So wow. if you're flying in and out of Incheon uh, Airport, you can't. You have to be on an international mm. flight. But if you're going in, in and sure. out of Jeju Airport, it doesn't matter if you're flying into like like just domestically or internationally, you can purchase uh, items at the duty-free shop. It's the same whether mm -hmm. you're an international or domestic traveler. Right. I didn't know that, and I've been to Jeju so many times. Oh, Goodness no. gracious, yeah. I should have uh, spent more money yeah. in the shops there, I suppose. <laughs> and, of course, being an important tourism spot helps. And I'm guessing this must have helped boost that side of things. Like yeah. More tourists must have gone afterwards as well. Absolutely, because imagine you can only get duty-free. Because it's like it, they're expensive items, but for me... Uh, there are certain products that I really, really like. And if I can get it for a little bit cheaper, mm -hmm. I would rather do it do it yeah. like that, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it boosted tourism by a whole lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you said, with Koreans and their appetite. That's also the reasoning, just what you said, that my wife uses for me. <laughs> I like a few of these nice products. And if they're a little bit cheaper, isn't that better, hubby? And then I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, so they sell a lot down in Jeju. I mean, it's not... Incheon Airport, let's mm -hmm. not go over the top because yeah. Incheon Airport, I think, is one of the most amazing duty-frees in the world. Yeah. I actually did some work yeah. with one of the brands there, mm -hmm. and I think they were the first to have the LV brand oh. in the world in a duty-free location, wow. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Wow. No, it's not not on that scope. It's not as huge. I mean, the airport itself isn't as huge as the Incheon Airport. Mm. But just getting into some of the details of the actual duty-free shops, they have over 260 brands and growing. They have wow. over 50,000 products and growing. And their products mm. are between 20 and 60% cheaper than the market price. Right? So you mm -hmm. get duty-free wow. Uh, but also they they do uh, market down even even from you know just the price minds the duty free yeah. so and it's the only duty free shop for locals in Korea we mentioned that meaning it's available to both international and domestic passengers who are traveling out of Jeju they have two mm -hmm. locations right now it they the first is in the Jeju airport and then they opened a second one at the international passenger terminal at the Jeju seaport so if you are on uh. the, on a ferry or on a on a cruise ship maybe or on a boat going back to the mainland uh, you can purchase stuff at the duty free there it's not as big, but they they do have some uh, items, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, wow. Is there a limit? Because that was a big thing for the longest time here. Yeah, the duty-free limit, they raised it. It used to be, I believe it used to be $500 USD, but it's $800 uh -huh. USD now per person, per travel, up to six travels a year. Um, and there uh -huh. are, yeah, so it's, it, it, I'll say that again, 800 just to get my mind, $800 per person, per <laughs> travel, up to six travels a year. <laughs> yeah, I think I said that right. You, you feel like you have to make the most of that. Like yeah. you have to spend yeah. up to yeah. $800. Yeah. That's a lot of money, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that too. It's like, oh, it's a deal. I need to jump on that. You know, I need to, <laughs> <laughs> to milk it as much as possible. Um, but they do have 15 different types of products uh, available for shopping. Includes obviously there's just the basics liquor tobacco cosmetics stationery um but mm -hmm. so i was really interested in the pandemic right then and, and i asked him so yeah. how was it like at the duty-free shops because it's at the airport right and nobody was yeah. traveling at the beginning of the pandemic um and he exactly. yeah he said that the first six months after the pandemic really hit when the government was you know shutting everything down was really hard um mm. nobody was traveling the airport was pretty much dead and we saw that in the news all the time however once the initial sure. crisis waned so after about six months people wanted to travel again you know they they started getting antsy they wanted to you sure. know, there was already that desire for normalcy, uh, but they couldn't travel overseas. Koreans, uh, people in Korea couldn't. So many people turned to Jeju. And then what happened was there was record breaking profits all throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Every year they just made more wow. and more money. Yeah. Pre-pandemic profits were at, were at about $500 million uh, a year. But then every year of the pandemic, mm -hmm. the profits increased. And then last year they hit another record profit of 680 million dollars so they were doing quite wow. well <laughs> well during the pandemic yeah we talked about like revenge spending yeah. so people may be spending on luxury products because mm -hmm. they couldn't go abroad mm -hmm. and i'm guessing that's part of it as well yeah yeah and there were huge trends uh, changing trends pre and post pandemic as well he was talking about so then i was really curious what what about them then, the trending products? I was sure that with such a dramatic event like the pandemic, people's buying habits would shift too, right? So I asked him, mm. Mr. Kim, what the best-selling products were and what the trends were. And I have a video clip of him giving me, to me, what was a pretty surprising answer. Here we go. Because of uh, the pandemics, mm -hmm. people wearing masks. Mm -hmm. So before that, uh, lipstick and you know foundations. Yeah. These are more a priority for you know sell. But mm -hmm. right now, people, I guess they want to express them themselves as uh, the smellings, oh. the perfumes, fragrance. Niche fragrance is very uh, trending right now. So oh. even though it's very uh, expensive, people buying it. Because with the mask, you can show you yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Especially, even the young age, MG generations, mm -hmm. they uh, tend to uh, spending the luxury fragrance stuff. Oh, that's mm -hmm. so interesting. Because right? you can't see your face so well, yeah. at least smell nice. Yeah, I did read in the news at the beginning of the pandemic where people uh, were not 
buying lipsticks, anything that goes on the lips, mm. they were just not purchasing anything. So sales were sales dropped drastically. But when he mentioned perfumes and fragrances, it was so funny because I used to wear perfume, right? Pre-kids, mm. you know, before I had kids, okay. I used to wear perfume. <laughs> you know, I loved scents. Right. But um, after yeah. kids, I just it, it's just not of interest to me anymore. But I found myself buying uh-huh. a perfume just like a couple months ago. And I was like, why am I doing this? I don't oh. know. It was, it was really interesting. Um, so much makes sense, but mm-hmm. not something that I guess many of us thought of to turn to fragrances uh, as a way to show your individuality during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, you know, that brings to mind one other advantage of the mask. Sometimes if you've got some morning breath or coffee breath, <laughs> a mask can stop you being too self-conscious about that. Um, and I, I wonder if that affected any of the trends in cosmetics or, I don't know, mints and stuff yeah, like maybe. that. I'm guessing not. <laughs> Uh, and there was a little change in the liquor law as well with Duty Free. Yeah, so the top selling items overall tend to be cosmetics and liquor, Mr. Kim was telling me. And I know that just from looking at my friends mm. that that's true. And if this <laughs> yeah. is true for you too, Peter, and all of our listeners, good news. Up until last year, mm. you were only allowed to purchase one bottle of liquor up to $400 at a time. So maybe for people, you know, like I had to get the best deal possible, get a really expensive single bottle of liquor. But starting 2020, 23, yeah. you are now allowed up to two bottles. Same same uh, price limit, $400, but up to two bottles. So I'm not much of a drinker, but I always oh love God. a good deal. So that might be good for some of us. Yeah. I, I used to always, like, fill up that quota. Yeah. Again, yeah, I'm not a big drinker, <laughs> but I'd be like, I've got to get my two bottles of vodka yeah. or Southern Comfort or something like yeah. that and, like, never drink them. Mm-hmm. But who's buying a $400? dollar bottle of liquor goodness yeah. gracious um we are talking about duty free in jejudo island uh, what are we going to look at in part three so we the one thing i'm always interested in when i go shopping not just at duty free but anywhere is where mm. and how can i get the best deals where can i get the most bang for my buck and if it's free even yes. better <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I don't know about you, but when I'm buying kids toys, Mm -hmm. I always try and find, and there often is in the bigger stores and toy shops, there's one shelf which has the sale products all together, like the stuff that they're throwing out, basically. Yeah. And yeah, my kids never want any of the toys there. <laughs> and I'm always pushing those toys on them. I'm like, this could be really fun. Yeah. And we get it. And it's really cheap usually, yeah. like maybe a quarter of the price. Mm-hmm. And they never play with it. They're like, this is rubbish. Dad. And I'm like, well, I, tr- I tried to get a good deal. Sorry, yeah. shoot me. But uh, yeah, I love a good deal. That's the best, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And pile shopping is the best. Um, but so, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Kim said that the prices because I kept asking him right like how how can I get the best deal what are what's on sale what's are one of the yeah. next promotions and he, Mr. Kim was telling me that he's like you know the prices are already a lot cheaper <laughs> than what you can find anywhere else no, in Korea I want them special special deals more <laughs> but I kept pressing him and he mentioned a few ways you can uh-huh. find some good deals and he said um oh. well this one was the obvious one when the items are not in season Right. So example, sunglasses in winter. Right. So these kind of Mm. things, they're they're obvious. Right. But he was telling me another great way is to check out their website and social media. So if you have some time um, during your trip here, 
Uh, just go hop on their website, jdcdutyfree.com, or they have social media. Mm-hmm. Their Insta handle is at jdc.dutyfree, and they regularly post up promotions and sales that's, that's happening. Um, and he said also uh-huh. if you do shop online or on their app, uh, you can get exclusive online promotions. So so that's really wow. helpful to know. And I was like, oh, thank you yeah. for these answers. But, you know, I was looking for a different answer, <laughs> like, like <laughs> something more specific. Right. Tell me what to buy. But from his perspective, obviously, he can't exactly he can't pinpoint things and be okay. like, oh, this is the best deal here. Or, you know, just he can't name brands. So um, but I mm. just kept asking him, like, what are the items that's absolutely recommended the next time I'm going through the airport? Um, and he told me he. I bet he loved you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he felt it was a little awkward at times, but uh, <laughs> I was really persistent. And he told me that he can't uh-huh. say with certainty certainty for other departments, but he's in the cosmetics department. Mm. So he gave me some advice on okay. what he recommends from the cosmetics department. And I got it on video. Oh, you forced him. This is under duress, yeah. but we'll watch it once more. Here we go. <laughs> As a, a buyer, I order uh, lots of travel exclusive items. It's quite good uh, price. If you buy this A, B, C, and they put together, and they sell as a travel kit, travel special. If this is a very good price, so if you go any cosmetic store, ask them, is it, do you have any uh, travel exclusive kits? Then buy it because it's very cheap and good. Good, uh, yeah. So you're talking about the travel kits like they're all smaller size? No, not small size. It's all hundred uh, percent full full size, oh. but they just uh, put together and give you a good price. Ah, the travel kits. Mm. Yeah, they're sometimes only available at Duty Free. I thought those were the ones that maybe Duty Free was putting the most markup on because like, people are like, oh, well, I'm traveling, so I should get that. Yeah. But he's saying they're the good ones to buy. Yeah, I thought the same, uh, similar. I thought that these were items that were nearing the expiration date and they have to like just package them together and to try and get it off the shelf. But he was like, no, mm. these were uh, specifically uh, produced by JDC. They put separate items together uh, as a travel kit and then just wow. marked it down by a lot. So now we know <laughs> the next time where get we can the get travel the best deal. Kits. Yeah. Unless, unless he's doing this from his point of view of trying to make mm. the most money. That's mm. like his big picture. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we got Benny on the YouTube chat who's already on the Instagram account apparently saying there are so <laughs> many deals over there. Yeah. And I have gone on it. And yeah, there's millions for February and we're only on February 3rd. Wow. Mm. And I did say I I did some work with one of the brands at Incheon. They have said that going online and the app, it's Mm. not as exciting, but it's way cheaper. Like You get the by far Mm -hmm. the best deals because then they've got way less overhead. So buying in advance and just picking it up at the airport, that is a a top buyer's tip, I think, right? Yes. Uh, Just a quick note for the JDC duty-free shops, though, is uh, if you do shop online, the system is a bit different from Mm -hmm. if you were to shop online Ah. for the Incheon 
inch on duty free shop. So when when you're shopping online at JDC Duty Free, you're basically reserving the product because you don't pay online Uh or in app. So you just kind of you purchase it, but you don't swipe your credit card. Uh, you reserve it. You have you get an oh. order number, and then you take that and your picture ID, and then you pick it up at the airport, mm. and that's where you pay. And you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is very different. Yeah, yeah, because here in Seoul, you know, we've got the duty free shops run by the different big conglomerate brands in Seoul city center, and. You buy it like a regular shop. Yeah. The only downside is you don't get the product. Like mm-hmm. you're paying money and you get nothing because mm-hmm. they give it to you at the airport to make sure you're taking it out, kind of thing. Right, right. Wow, that's very different. What's up in Jeju is supported by JDC, which is creating a free international city that resembles nature, embraces the future, and reaches the world. Arirang Radio.